You're listening to a short preview of one of Simon's adventures. If you'd like to hear the whole adventure, then head over to simonsadventurestories.bandcamp.com. If you decide to buy this episode, or even a whole collection, you'll be helping Simon create lots more adventures in the future. Here comes Simon. G'day, my name is Simon. I'm an Australian green tree frog, but I'm also a fact-finding frog. I love finding out facts about things and sharing them with you on our adventures. And if you're ready, we can go on another adventure right now. So let's take in one really big slow breath together and when we breathe out, we'll be off on our adventure. Okay, deep breath in. Hold it and breathe out. Here we go. Well, this adventure is definitely going to be a first because it's the first time we've ended up in someone's backyard. Oh yeah, you heard that right. We're actually standing in someone's garden. But it's not just anyone's garden. This backyard belongs to one of the most famous people in the whole world. Except they're not a movie star or a rock star, or a sports star, or even a politician. But I'll bet you've heard of them. Wimbledon champions have played on the tennis court here just for fun. The biggest rock bands in the world have put on a concert here, and President Obama landed his helicopter right here when he came for a visit. Can you guess who might have a big enough garden to have rock concerts in it? That music is a seriously good clue. And I'll give you two more hints. Number one, we're right in the middle of London. And number two, this garden doesn't have an ordinary house. It has a huge palace. Oh, now you've worked it out, haven't you? Oh, yeah. We're in the Queen's Garden at Buckingham Palace in England. Oh, we've come here looking for a creature that's been around for a hundred million years. It has five eyes, no nose, but it's good at smelling things. NASA has already sent some of them into space... And here's the best bit. The Queen has 200,000 of them working for her. And they live on the little island in the lake that's right behind us. You heard that right. This garden is so big, it has its own lake with an island in it. Try to see in your mind that we've turned around and we're walking along a gravel path towards the lake and a few steps ahead of us is a beautiful old stone bridge and that's how we'll get onto the island. Now while we walk across the bridge imagine having a good sniff of the air. (sniffs) Hmm, 
Sometimes the gardens at Buckingham Palace smell very strange. What you can smell is a combination of garlic and horse poo. I'm serious. The Queen likes things to be natural, so they spray the plants with a garlic mixture to keep the pests away, and they use horse poo from the royal stables for fertiliser. Oh, it might be royal horse poo, but it's still stinky. I'll tell you something about the Queen that not many people know. She likes garlic on her plants, but not on her dinner. Mm, Garlic is totally banned from the royal kitchens. Okay, we're on the island, and it feels like we're standing in a magical forest. All we can hear is the birds and the occasional buzzing of the creature that we're here to see. Oh, now you've guessed it, haven't you? We're here to have a look at the Queen's royal honeybees. They live in their own little wooden palaces on this island. It's like a secret hideaway. Oh, have a look right beside us. There's some beautiful blue flowers and they've all got bees landing on them. A bee will stop at nearly a hundred different flowers every time it leaves the hive. It's so clever, it can work out the quickest route between all of those flowers and back home quicker than a computer can. And its brain is only the size of a sesame seed. Bees are actually the smartest insect on the planet followed very closely by ants and cockroaches. Oh, I don't think I'd like to be followed closely by a cockroach. No thanks. Let's get out our magnifying glasses and see what that bee is up to right in front of us. So think about moving your magnifying glass backwards and forwards, nice and slowly till the bee looks big and clear. Now have a really close look at its head. A bee's eyes are unbelievable. For a start, it's got five of them. I'm serious. It's got five eyes. There's a really big one on either side of its head and through our magnifying glass, I reckon they look like the eyes on an alien from another planet. Hmm. Can you see how those eyes are made up of thousands of tiny lenses? Yeah, thousands. They even have hairs growing in their eyes to help keep the pollen out of them. Do you know why a bee's hair is always sticky? because they use honeycombs. (laughs) On top of its head, there are three more little eyes that look like dots, and they help it to navigate. With that many eyes, it must take ages when they go to have them tested. (laughs) It's hard to find a pair of nice sunglasses too. Finding the nectar in a flower is no problem for a bee, because they 
have a superpower. They can see ultraviolet light, and we can't even do that with our magnifying glass. There's patterns on the petals of the flower pointing straight to the nectar. But because they reflect ultraviolet light, we can't see them. But the bees can. Mmm. Oh, look. It's drinking up the nectar now with its amazing tongue. It's like one of those party blowers. It literally unrolls it out of its mouth, uses it like a drinking straw, and rolls it back up again. That nectar goes into a honey stomach. That's like a tiny storage area till it gets back to the hive. I reckon this bee is about to head home. Ooh, just before it takes off. Have a look at its back legs. They look like they have yellow candy floss stuck to them. But those are the pollen baskets, full of the yellow pollen it's collected. Normally, you can't see those baskets on their legs because they're clear. But once they fill up with pollen, they're easy to spot. There she goes, off back to the hive. And that's where we're headed too. So we better get walking. But she'll get there way before we do. Bees can fly at 25 kilometres an hour. But even at that speed, they can see every individual flower they pass. They can see movement faster than any other creature on the planet. And that's why it's really hard to swat a bee. They're excellent at dodging moving objects, like your hand. <laughs> oh, that's the detailed detective sound. This time, there's something to listen to. Can you hear that? Someone is calling out to us. Hello, hello. Oh, yeah, that's my friend Roger. He just started working here as an apprentice beekeeper. And he's letting us know where the hives are. I'm glad he did. It would have taken us ages to find them by ourselves. No worries, Roger. See you in a minute. Now, we're going to hang around with nearly a quarter of a million bees. We better imagine that we're wearing a protective beekeeper suit. So just imagine a pair of white overalls with a white hat that has some netting that comes down to cover your face and neck. Oh, you'll need some white gloves too. And these outfits are white because that's the colour bees tend to ignore. They probably think we look like a pair of walking marshmallows. Hmm. <laughs> this protective netting takes a bit of getting used to though. It's like walking with a fly screen door in front of your face. <laughs> oh, have a look on the left hand side. It's four really cute red beehives. They look like tiny wooden houses, all lined up next to each other. And there's my friend Roger. He's wearing the same suit we are. G'day, Roger. 
Hello, Simon. How awfully nice to see you. And you've brought a friend. Oh, splendid. You're just in time, because I'm almost ready to open the hives. It's going to be winter soon, and I want to make sure the That's the end of the preview. Remember, you can check out the whole adventure at simonsadventurestories.bandcamp.com. Thanks for listening.